Welcome to the first episode of Truthsayer. Shane and I here to walk us all through our own personal journey and hopefully you joining us on a journey of faith. Shane, welcome to your new show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is definitely a blessing from God. We've both faced extreme opposition in getting to this point, but here we are. Here we are. What does opposition look like? I mean, now that we're here and we're ready to talk about it, getting through the opposition, what is opposition from your biblical experience and what you know? Spiritual opposition is facing adversity through circumstances and situations that are outside of your control. Sometimes we don't understand why spiritual things happen or why things happen the way they do. But what we do understand through the biblical point of view is that there's a spiritual root. There's a powerful force working with us and against us. And that's what we're here to talk about, the demonic forces that have influence and power over this world. I went through a personal journey. I just got baptized on May 5th, uh, 2021, 555 of all things. I actually was told I was going to get baptized on 555. And when I started speaking it, it felt really weird because it was like April 27th. And I was pretty sure everybody was going to think I was just a madman, which I already knew that I had just gotten rid of all my masks and I would fully been being delivered to God. I just went through a spiritual battle and I still don't know what to make sense of it. I don't even understand how the vessels of the humans who were involved played their part. I don't understand the hierarchy of the kingdom on both sides. I just know that I woke up in a dream where 333 was like the constant message in my dream with clocks going on, 333, and it was just trying to get me through this whole thing, and then I get baptized on 555, so I've just become in touch with some kind of numerology messaging, which I can only associate to angels, and I just don't even know what any of that means yet. And so I'm happy to be here, less versed than you. It's almost like, you know, just about anybody else I think who's going to join the show. Some of us are just barely scratching the surface and knowing that we're in it, but we have not had the time to read and to be versed on it. Oh, absolutely. And this is a subject that I've studied in, and not only studied, I've experienced firsthand knowledge. And so, you know, lay out to the audience the powerful effects our decisions make in the spiritual world that surrounds us and how we can cooperate in walking in our faith and fighting against the demonic spirits that seek to destroy us. Just to give the audience a little background of who I am, my whole life I've been under demonic influence. From the age of 13 when I stole my first car, in and out of juvenile lockup. I did two years as a juvenile, from possession of a firearm to drugs. And being in a place that is a juvenile prison, you see demonic manifestations. I mean, it is powerful. And some of the things I experienced as a young kid... I was blind to until God took the veil off my eyes to see the truth of life. And being in a place like that, it's literally a place where demonic spirits manifest and grow. They take control, they influence, they provoke, they bring division and hate, and they inspire a violence within you that you can't even control. And these lost youth in these facilities that are so dark, it's like a breeding ground is what you're saying. It's a breeding ground, exactly. And going from juvenile lockup 
till when I turned 18 and I caught a 15-year sentence and being put into an adult prison where the manifestation is at another level. When you're experiencing homicidal people with knives chasing each other to suicide right in front of your eyes, people literally losing their mind and being put in psych cells, which is suicide, 24-hour observation cells, being a witness to that, but not only being a witness, experiencing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the way till the age of 25, back in 2014, when God converted me, I was under the possession of a demonic spirit. Do you know this demonic spirit's name? Do you know? I don't. That's even over here. It's just exploring what the hell you know, but you don't know the name. I don't know the name of the demonic spirit. I'm going to riff on that for a second because the one that I was battling with through a few different human beings in my house recently, I kept asking kind of my backyard, if you will, what's your name? I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you. I'm going to find your name. And I didn't know why it was so important. And maybe we'll, we'll discover more of that is to understand the name. The one person who was really involved in the scenario for me, she kept saying, it's the Jezebel spirit. And her daughter is even worse. And so I don't know anything about that yet, but that's what I was told by them when they were kind of spitting truth through their lies in a demonic scenario that I got to witness. Now you're speaking of you were the one who was demonically remote controlled. I was, and it's so crazy how this happened. What was the age again? Going into 13. 13. 13 was when I first started stealing, joyriding, at the age of 13 as well, I was introduced to hardcore drugs. So at 13 years old, I got into cocaine first. Next thing it was Roxy's Oxycontin, Xanax. After that, cocaine was too bad for my nose and I started smoking it. So at the age of 13, being completely dominated by this drug. And then the next thing you know, I'm running reckless. I mean, I'm running reckless. Everything from police chases to so before you go there, actually, because we can all imagine what that might have looked like. I mean, incredible shit. Brutal in ways. Adrenaline and all the things, right? Who were you before? Who were you at 8 to 10 to 9 to 11 to 12 before this other person took over? Okay, so even from an earlier age, battled a broken family. So my family suffered from alcohol. And my stepfather was very abusive, used to beat my mom right in front of us. I mean, I'd be trying to tackle my dad at 10 years old, trying to stop him from pulling my mom's hair out and punching her. And then my mom had five kids with my stepfather. Three of them were from my stepfather's side. He left my mom with the five kids. And so at 12 years old, I had to experience my stepdad walking out and my mom having to give up the three kids that she raised as her own to HRS, never to be seen again. Wow. There's probably an incubator there. As you're saying that juvenile is an incubator in prison. Next step up from incubator, it's like a full open house. Your home was kind of an incubator. It was like the seeds being planted and the doors being opened to where finally when I didn't care no more, they came in. Mm, just when it came all in. They came all in. And I was... Never raised in church, never raised to believe God in a way. So there was no defense. There was no defense. The Bible says that, you know, those that don't have rule over their own souls are like cities broken down without walls. So I was literally like a house with no doors. And so when these spirits came into my life at a very young age, 
I was just acting reckless. And not only that, but just the provoking thoughts to do evil were dominating my life. Which sitting in front of you right now, it seems so unlike you, right? Like I, it's not the person that, I, that I'm actualizing at the moment. But then, and seeing you and seeing the pure city of your eyes, I could see that person. I could imagine who that is, even though I'm not sitting in front of him right now. That in its own right is kind of a super blessing, is that you're not being run by bad spirits and demons right now. So when I converted to Christ, the first real demonic spirit that I faced was after I had a vision and I told God I'd live right for two weeks. After never living right in my entire life, never trying to control what I think, what I say, what I speak, how I act and react, I had a dream two weeks into living the first time righteous of a demonic spirit on my back suffocating me. And this spirit, it was on my back and it was choking me and I was screaming, it's an evil spirit, it's an evil spirit. And the third time I screamed out, it's an evil effing spirit. And as I'm screaming, everybody in the dorm is waking up. I mean, this is a prison setting with close to 70 guys in a dorm. I mean, it was just so intense. And I rolled over after coming out of this and I prayed. And as I started praying, the first thing I said, God, forgive me, forgive me. Because I was thinking, I've done so much dirt in my life. It was so hard for me to forgive myself. I was not even thinking that God could forgive me. And when I prayed, I said, God, send your holy angels, send them. And I felt a rush run through my soul unlike anything I've ever felt before. And it was like a tingling rush. And it was so intense that I stopped praying. And as soon as I started praying again, I felt it come back. And at that moment, I knew that God was there protecting me. But I was facing adversity. And for the coming months behind this, or at least the coming month and a half behind that, I faced extreme demonic oppression, spiritually and mentally, to the point where I was almost at the point of failure, at the point of breaking. I mean, it was so intense having blasphemous, evil thoughts come into my head about Jesus Christ. Just evil. It was just a demonic evil force that was just coming against my mind. As if someone didn't want to let you go. Oh, that's exactly what it was. Within this first month, within that month, one of my really good friends, he knew that I changed my life and that I was living for Christ. And one time before this, he tried to provoke me into sin. But we were sitting at the lunch table. And this is a prison setting. We got maybe 150 guys in a prison cafeteria. And as we were eating, he looked at me and he said, come back to the dark side. And this was the first time that I heard a demonic spirit speak, speak out loud through a speak human. Speak out loud through somebody. It took control of his lips. And, you know, and how I know that he wasn't just messing around was because after he said it, the look on his face of what did I just say was completely evident. And the next thing he said, he said, nah, F the devil, F the devil. Jesus Christ is the truth. It's real. But even before that, when the devil had taken control of him to speak through him, it pierced my heart because I knew I wasn't listening to him. I was listening to a demonic spirit trying to bring me back. So I had a, a similar experience with a longtime friend of mine. I was in the front seat of my car. So we're going to you know, keep bouncing this stuff off, right? She's speaking to me both as her, but the spirit is speaking through her. And I'm feeling it. I know that I'm speaking to the spirit now, not my friend. 
and I say, you've been recognized. And I've never seen her behave this. She started screaming and yelling and going, I don't care to be recognized by you. You're crazy. You should go you know, to an insane asylum or something crazy like that. And I'm like, boy, if anyone's going to convince me of that, it'd be you, right? And then she stopped and goes, you're so beautiful. You, you got this. You're so right. Believe in Christ. And she was like going back and forth between the two. And I was like, what life am I living in? I mean, is this really 2021? Am I in a new dimension? I mean, is this happening? So I saw a body have to tell the truth of the demon or the spirit and also fighting to tell the truth to me as the human. And you know, there's a scripture that fits perfectly into that and a scripture that I've experienced in so many ways. The scripture is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 where it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Oh, that's Ephesians, excuse me. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And this word wrestle, it's a back and forth. It's a battle. Like you, it's literally like you're being tossed back and forth and you're fighting to go this way and the other guy's fighting to bring you back the other way and bring you into a submission. And you're wrestling to bring him into a submission. It's that constant back and forth battle. And until we grow strong enough in the spirit and in the power of the Lord, will we have the ability to have that soundness of mind that we all seek, especially when we first step into the Christian faith. Because as soon as we step in, we're going to receive opposition unlike we've ever received before. Because the demonic forces of this world do not want your souls to be saved. Thank you.